The creator of heaven and earth. He's here with us now. He's here with us now. He inhabits the praises of his people. He's here with us now. We acknowledge you, Father. We humble ourselves before you. We acknowledge who you are. You are God. Almighty One. Holy One. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Maybe seated. God bless you. Tell somebody next to you that you love them. It's good to see everybody. You happy this morning? Happy people. Amen. Amen. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Sometimes people are like, yeah, I have joy in my heart. Sometimes, just sometimes. You've got to notify your face. Right? Oh, that joy in my heart can show. Amen. Amen. Why should I have joy? Well, I could give you a long list reasons to rejoice. Amen. Amen. There's more than one reason I can tell you that. One reason is enough though. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. That ought to put a smile on your face. He chose you and you chose him. With Jesus, you can't lose. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I hope you came hungry this morning. Hungry for the word. Amen. Amen. We don't live on bread alone. We we live from every word that comes from God. I believe he'll speak to you today. We're looking at seven miracles from the Gospel of John. This is week two. We looked at the first miracle last week. Jesus turned water into wine. Pretty cool miracle. And the second miracle that John records in his gospel it's found in John chapter 4 so if you need a Bible raise your hand we'll give you a Bible and you can read along with us this is the miracle of, of, of healing healing of an official's son and it's in John chapter 4 we're going to read verses 46 through 54. So now is your chance to open your Bible. Everybody got a Bible? Hey, let's see your Bibles. Lift your Bible up or your, your Holy Ghost phone. Right. Come on. We're talking about God's Word. Oh, I can see some of you didn't bring your Bible. Man. 
Don't forget your Bible. Bring your Bible to church. Amen. We thank God for His Word. We exalt His Word. We open our hearts to His Word. Our lives are changed because of His Word. Amen. Do you believe it? Alright, John 4, 46. Jesus came again to Cana of Galilee where he had made water or made the water wine. certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. And when he heard that Jesus had come out of Judea into Galilee, he went to him and implored him to come down and heal his son for he was at the point of death. And Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you by no means believe. And the nobleman said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way. As he was now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Your son lives. Then he inquired of them the hour when he got better. They said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in which Jesus said to him, Your son lives. And he himself believed in his whole household. This again is the second sign Jesus did when he'd come out of Judea into Galilee. The Father, again, we thank you for your word. We ask you to teach us, Father, today. By your spirit, teach us, Father. Help us to see Jesus. Help us to see ourselves. Help us to see your plan. We thank you for it, Father. We also pray for our nation. We speak blessings over this nation. As elections will begin soon. We thank you for your perfect will. Right here in our state. In the city of Gangtok. Gangtok we thank you for peace. Prosperity. The gospel will prevail. The church will, will arise. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Today I'm going to speak to you about three things. We'll look through this story a little bit closer. Number one is the opposites of faith. Number two, the crossroad of faith. And number three, the progression of faith. And first let's notice the opposites. Back in verse 49, John 4, 49, the nobleman said to him, Jesus, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go your way, your son lives. Can you see the opposites here? What the man said. Come. What did Jesus say? Go. 
Can you see the opposite? Now, go probably wasn't what that man wanted to hear. But that's okay. Sometimes God doesn't tell you what you want to hear. Amen. Amen. He tells you exactly what you need to hear. What you need is what you should want. But that's not always the case. Sometimes what you need to hear is the exact opposite of what you were expecting. And that's just because God knows better. And sometimes opposite is better. The kingdom of God is full of opposites. The opposite of this world. The, the opposite of the world system. That's what we find in the church. That's what we find in God's kingdom. And so different has to become normal to us. The man said, my child dies. Jesus said, your son lives. Again, total opposite. Come. Go. He's dead. He's alive. And it's moments like those. That's when you get to decide. Who and what am I going to believe? Everything in your life might be saying a certain thing. And then Jesus will come along. And he'll say the exact opposite thing. What are you going to believe? He said, my child dies. No, your son lives. It's the opposites of faith. And then this is where we find the crossroads of faith. A crossroad is where you can decide to go a different direction. When you come to a junction, we call them. You get to choose. Left or right. And this is what faith provides. Faith will provide you an alternate route. And it's always a better route. Better. Say better. Say Uttam. Amen. Amen. That's somebody's name, isn't it? Not in here, but I like that. Uttam is better. Is that a name? Sounds like a name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uttam is better. Right? Oh, I know. Faith provides a better way. An alternative route. This man's life was heading in a certain direction. Do you see that? His family was heading towards certain tragedies. That's where they were going. And they were on a one-way street until Jesus stepped in and provided them an alternative. Your child lives. That's what Jesus said. 
Your life might seem like it's heading in the wrong direction. Maybe you think my life stinks. Not literally. But like it just stinks. But, but then Jesus says something different, something opposite. And he says, you are blessed. We look at our life. We think maybe I have nothing. Then Jesus says, I am everything. We think we can't do anything. But God says you can do all things. And again and again. God is providing you an alternate route for your life. You might say I'm broke. Jesus says you're rich. And on and on and on. It's called the crossroad it goes on and it says this the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way listen everyone needs Jesus this nobleman needed Jesus and the sooner someone comes to that realization the better everyone needs Jesus regardless of the religion they were born into they need Jesus desperately they need to put their faith in Jesus and Jesus will meet every person right where they are and then good news will meet that person. As long as they're putting their hope in God's word. God will meet you. Good news will meet you. As long as you're putting your hope in the word of God. That's what this man did. He went his way hoping in God's word and look what happened along the way verse 51 as he was now going down his servants met him and told him saying your son lives this man trusted in Christ's word and he received his miracle we know what happens at last the whole family was touched the whole family put their faith in Jesus that, that family received the greatest miracle of all salvation came to that home they put their faith in Jesus together I'm believing that to happen in every single one of your homes there are still people in your household that don't know Jesus I believe they'll come in now I want you to notice the nobleman's or the official the officer whatever he was is the, the progression of faith in his life remember there were the opposite 
the opposites of faith. Then there was the crossroad of faith. But also in this story we see the progression of faith. When we read about this man, we understand that he came with a certain measure of faith. He must have believed in God's ability. That's why he came. He came and he sought Jesus out. He heard that Jesus was back in town. So he went looking. That's because he believed something. And most people start there. This faith sounds like this. God can do something. God can. He is able. He is powerful. He can even heal my son. And that's why that's why people come to him. We all start there. We, we come to him with that kind of faith. That we know he can do something. And Jesus understands that kind of faith. Look what he said back in verse 48. Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you'll by no means believe. So he understood that kind of faith. It's a sense faith. That's what Jesus is describing here. Unless you see Unless you feel something. He says you'll by no means believe. That kind of faith needs some evidence. It's looking for something to validate its position. And it's a low level faith. Jesus doesn't want anyone to stay there. So he calls us upward in our believing. He called this man upward. You can't just depend on your senses. What you see and feel. You can't base your faith on signs and wonders. Nowadays people are running after signs and wonders. They're looking for a sign. That's a low level of faith. And God wants you to come up in your If you don't move up in your believing, then you will never see the kinds of miracles God wants you to see. You if you don't move up in your believing, you will never see the miracles God wants you to see. He, he wants you to experience the miraculous. Our God is a miracle working God. We, we have a record of His mighty work. And he hasn't changed. He's the same. He still heals. He still makes things new. He works miracles. And if we'll come up, if we'll step up in our believing, we'll see the miraculous. This sense 
faith. It's always wavering between what one sees and what one feels. Sometimes it's strong, sometimes it's weak. It's always wavering somewhere in the middle. And God doesn't want you to live there. That kind of faith is never quite sure. It's always hoping so. Well, is God going to answer your prayer this time? I sure hope so. I'm not really sure, but I hope so. And every prayer is like you're shooting a, a basketball. Maybe this time I'll score. Maybe this time something will happen. I hope so. Is it going to work this time for you? I hope so. There's nothing wrong with hoping. But hoping is not believing. And as long as you're only hoping so, you'll never see the fullness of what God wants to do in your life. God wants you to be certain. And he wanted this man to move from a sense faith to a certainty of faith. This is the progression you have to make. To move up in your faith is when you stop depending on senses. And you become certain of certain things. You move up to a certainty of things. And then you know that you know that you know. And I'm not doing this just because I'm trying something. No, I know. If I give I sure hope God will bless me. No, you need to know. When you sow, it'll grow. And you'll reap. I sure hope it works this time. No, that kind of faith never produces real fruit. When you become certain, 100% no doubt about it I know that God will do what he said he'll do when you have a certainty in your faith that's when you see the miraculous in your life and it doesn't always happen the way you thought it would the man said come, Jesus said go. He thought it would happen different. Does it really matter how God does it? As long as His will is done, that's all that matters. However God wants to do it. If you'll just be certain about it. You'll see every promise fulfilled in your life. When you're certain about a thing, there's no longer any question about it. It's never if, it's always when. I heard this testimony of a man. He came to a meeting for prayer. There was like a week long meeting going on. And he came. 
with a walking stick. Because he couldn't walk properly. He came to be prayed for. That the man of God would lay hands on him. That he might be healed. And so he came. They prayed for him. And then he left without any noticeable change. He left the same way he came. And the next night they had another meeting. The preacher was already standing up there preaching. And here came the same man. A little late. Because he couldn't move that quick. Still with his walking stick. And in the middle of the meeting. As he walked through the door. The preacher stopped. He said look so and so is here. Everybody look. You know he came last night. We prayed for him. And he was healed. Look he's healed. As he's walking with his walking stick. People, people began to ridicule the, the preacher. What are you talking about? He's not healed. Look, nothing's different. He's still got the walking stick. The third night. The preacher did the same thing. There he was again with the walking stick. From the stage. Hey everybody! Look at our brother! Look at his heel! While he was still hobbling in the room. That happened the third night. Then the fourth night. Look, he's healed! You know what happened that night? That man dropped the stick and ran to the front. He took the microphone. And he preached the rest of the service. Totally healed. A miracle of healing took place in his body. And somebody might ask. So when did that man get healed? That depends on the kind of faith you're working with. If it's sense faith. Then you don't really know when he got healed. And you might not still be convinced that he's healed. Sense faith never really knows. But if you have a certainty of faith, just like the preacher had, then you know that man was healed the first time you prayed about it. In fact, he was healed before he was ever sick. Because he was born in a time of grace where the price was already paid. Where Jesus already bore in his body every sin, every sickness, every disease. That's when he was healed. Even though he still has his stick. But if you keep looking at the stick questioning God, you'll never see the miracle. But when you know, how do I know? Because the word of God says so. God has promised us certain things. And the certainty of faith takes those promises. And that's just the end of it. I don't care what it looks like. 
प्रश्न It's never going to happen. Ani tyo chhe kahile hune chaina. Somebody has to stand on the word. Ani koi na koi chhe ab vachan ma ubhi na sikhna parcha. And say I don't care what anything else says. Ani yo bhanna sikhna parcha mala parva chaina aur kunai kurale je sukhe ki na parcha. Yo chhe parmeshwar le bhanu bhayeko cha. See what happens then. Ani hernos ki huncha teti khera. Remember what Jesus said to the man. Ani yeshu le tyo man chhe le ki bhanu bhay tesla yaad garnu hos. Back in verse 50. Ani 50 padma. Jesus said to him Go your way your son lives Yeshu le tin lai bhannu bhayo jao timro chhora bachcha So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and he went his way Ani tyo imanis le Yeshu le bhaneko vachan la vishwas garyo ani afno bacho lagyo He believed the word Ani usle vachan ma vishwas garyo Go your way your son lives Jao timi afno bato jao kina bhane timro chhora bachcha Aren't you going to come with me Lord? Ani tara 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 ki tapai masang aunu hunna. But Jesus what do you what do you actually mean my son lives? Ani yesu tapai ko artha chhe kyo mero chhora bachcha? How is he going to live? Asari chhe u bachcha. When? Kaile? What 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 else are you going to do Lord? Ani aru tapai le aru chhe ki ki garnu hune? No, he just believed. Haina usle vishwas. Go your way. Jao. Your son lives. Timro chhora bachcha. He went his way. Ani u afno bato gayo. Believing. Vishwas gardai. The word that Jesus spoke to him. Ani Yeshu le bhannu bhayeko vachan lai. He came to Jesus with a serious need. Ani u Yeshu kaha euta gambhir avashyakta ko saath ma aayeko thiyo. And all he got was a word from the Lord. Ani usle parmeshwar bacha euta vachan matai payo. Is it really that simple? Ani ke saachhi nai yo etti saro sajilo cha ra? Listen, if you know the one that has promised you. Ani yadi tapai lai thaha cha, tapai ni waha la chinnu huncha jasle tapai la pratigya garnu bhayeko cha. If you know him. Yadi tapai le waha la chinnu huncha bhane. It's that simple. Tyo etti saro sajilo cha. His word is enough. Waha ko vachan kafi cha. That word from the Lord is all you need. Ani parmeshwar bacha khali tetti mattai vachan ko tapai la khacho cha. The moment that word was spoken, ani jun chhan ma tyo vachan bolio the moment he believed it ani jun chhan ma usle vishwas garyo something happened in that boy's body ani tyo nani ko sharir ma kehi bhayo all god needed was a man to believe the word ani khali parmeshwar lai euta esto vyakti ko khancho tyo jasle vishwas garcha waha ko vachan it's not that difficult ani yo teti saro saro chaina if ever god can find a man or a woman who will just believe the word ani yedi parmeshwar le kaile pani euta stri athwa लुगा को 
None of those things are wrong. We'll anoint people with oil. We'll pray over them. We'll fast if we have to. Okay, we'll do all of these things. But nothing else is really needed except the word of the Lord. He sent his word and he healed us of all of our diseases. Faith in the word alone was enough. And the word is still enough. The same power still lives in the word of God. It's enough if you'll believe. All these promises that God has given us. What are we going to do with them? They're supposed to produce something in us. You know what the word of God should do? Inspire a certainty of faith in your heart. Every one of those promises. Bible says they're yes and amen in Christ. You can take the word of God home with you. And on the way, you're going to encounter blessings. You're going to encounter miracles. As you just go with the word. Okay, that's what the man did. He took that word and he headed home. And he wasn't even in a hurry about it. I mean, he showed up like the next day. On the way home the next day. He wasn't like, oh, I better run. Because right? my son is going to die. Now, this is what people do. Jesus says he's healed. And then they leave the meeting and run home. He's going to die. I better hurry up because he's going to die. No, that was before Jesus said he's healed. Now that he's healed, he can take it easy. You don't have to be in a hurry. You don't have to be stressed out. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Just take it easy. Take your time. Head home. Take that word from the Lord home. Go home with the word. And look what happens along the way. Good news meets those who trust the word. Blessings and miracles along the way. When the certainty of God's promise becomes the reality of your life. That changes everything. In verse 52, we're in John 4 verse 52 says he inquired of them the hour when he got better and they said to him yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him so the father knew it was the same hour in which Jesus said to him, Your son lives. And he himself believed. And his whole household with him. This man went from a sense faith to a certainty of faith. And it changed everything. 
affected everyone in his house. Man, what happened to dad? Dad came home different, mom. Dad went and saw Jesus. He's different now. What's different about daddy? He believes the word of the Lord. That's what's different. Look, dad's not worried anymore. Dad's not running here and there anymore. He's cool now. What's different? He believes the word of the Lord. He believes in Jesus now. He's certain about the promises of God now. There's more, no more doubt in his heart. He came home different. He said, honey, get the kids, get the servants. He's a nobleman. He's got all kinds of people. We're all going to follow Jesus now. Every last one of us. Get the dog. We're all going to follow Jesus now. The whole household will say. Everybody in the home. Can I speak to the men for a moment? I'll close with this. Your family is counting on you. All the men here. Myself included. Your family needs you to believe in Jesus. You might not realize how important your faith is to your family. But I pray that you'll get it. Men are meant to lead the way of faith for their family. Your home will respond to your believing just like that man's did. If you'll put your faith in Jesus, I mean really put your faith in Jesus. I'm talking about a certainty of faith. No longer moved by circumstance. There's no more, I don't know what we're going to do this time. Look, there's only one thing to do, men of God. Believe the word. That's all we've got. Believe the word. I know we want to work, we want to figure it out, we want to make a way. The only problem is we fail. God's word never fails. The promise is certain. God is waiting on you. Seek God like this nobleman did. Get a word from heaven like he did. Take that word home with you like he did. You can be a nobleman too. Believe the word. Believe the one who promised. Stop waiting to see something before you rise up. Stop waiting to feel something. Stand up because you believe the word of God. It's time to rise up. Not because of anything else. But because of what the word says. Stand up with me. Must go be
Let's thank God for his word today. You can put this into practice today. Have a certainty of faith. It'll come if you'll continue to meditate on the word. Don't think about anything else. My son lives. My son lives. Every step home. He lives. He lives. He lives. I'm healed. He's healed. I'm blessed. Whatever kind of miracle you need, it doesn't matter. If you'll stand on the word, push every, every, every other thought out. Every question, get it out of your mind. Just meditate on what he said. What does the word of God say? Jesus says he lives. So he lives. He's alive. He lives. The word of the Lord. He lives. The word will work for you. The word will work for anyone. If they'll just believe it. We believe. Come on, church, we're believers. We're not doubters. We're not whiners. We're not complainers. Questioners. We're believers. We believe. We believe the word. We believe every promise. We believe in the goodness of God. The power of God. We believe in miracles. Jesus. You're the same. Yesterday, today, forever. We trust in you. We put our trust in you. We trust in your word. If you're here, and you've never put your trust in Jesus if you've never given your life to Jesus we want to invite you to make that decision today if you're willing God will meet you right here right now God will meet you in this place if you'll come to him if you'll open your heart to him just for a moment we're going to have some time we're going to pray for people if you're lost come and we'll pray for you if you don't know Jesus come on up here we'll pray for you if you've never given your life to Jesus don't wait today's your day we'll pray for you there's anyone like that we invite you to come. Take a step of faith. See what God does. God's waiting to move in your life. All he needs is for you to respond. Take a step of faith. If you don't know Jesus, come to the front and we'll pray for you. If you need prayer for anything else, you can come too. We'll pray for you. We'll agree together. Every need is met in the name of Jesus. If you need prayer, you can come. We're going to take our time. Not in a hurry is what I mean. We'd love to pray for anyone who needs prayer today. Come on up here, anybody else?